Yes, uh, this is the oblivion is coming. You're like, no, it's not, dude. Not from that. <laughs> Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Ender's Logic slash Emilio. And we're here to put, do a goddamn gaming podcast. How are y'all doing out there? Are you we're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, man, there, <laughs> you guys are quite out there today. It's a one way. We can say whatever the fuck we want. So you guys can't say anything back. is missing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so um wanted to announce, I guess officially, that um, uh, Movies on the DL is on a bit of a hiatus. We'll mm. see if that comes back. Just lives are a little too busy to be adding podcasts when we can barely get this one done as is. So um, even though it was the best thing we've ever done, <laughs> we're going to put that one on hold because Old Faithful has to keep on chugging. Um, if you're new and you don't know who we are, go to dlgaming.net. Find out. Find out who we were five years ago because that's the information that's still up there. But it'll get you close. So that's good. Yeah. And then Nick is also doing some interviews with our fans. And Nick, I think we're getting some audio on your on your end, too. Yeah. Give me one second. Okay. But Nick has been interviewing <laughs> some of our fans and playing games. What we're so, seeing is he, he muted himself and he's just yelling at the top of his lungs like, Mom, the, the meatloaf! Mom, the meatloaf! Uh, but those are available on Twitch only right now. Twitch VODs, right? Yeah. Yes. So that right now they're currently available on Twitch VODs. The last interview was Warconius. Thank you, thank you for showing up, Warconius, uh, who's a fellow dad gamer, and I found that out. Um, <clears throat> but every week, during the week, so essentially just not on the weekend, I'll be interviewing a DLG member, and it's essentially past the torch. So uh, this week I asked Warconius who he would like to be on this coming week, uh, and he said the lotion. So... This week's guest is going to be the lotion. It's going to be a little odd because he's in Korea, so timing may be off. So I may be needing to wake up in the middle of the night or something. But, uh, yeah, we're going to get that show going as well. It's even odder, dude. He's a black guy in Korea. That's got to be pretty hard. <laughs> I may ask him about that. I don't know. <laughs> he says he fucking loves it, dude. He loves the food, the culture. He's loving it. He's loving it. So that's I bet. Good. Yeah, That place is awesome. You been there, too? No, but... I want to go. All right, right. He's like, no, I've seen a K-pop video though. I love K-pop. It's my life. Uh, what do you, you name it? RNG with RNG with DLG, and the oh. credit for that goes to uh, to Diddy. He came up with that name. Hmm. I like it. You guys yeah, want to talk about some video so games? One thing that one thing that we we just or I decided because I'm, I'm the only person that's doing it. Um. Is that we, I mean, I'll be, I don't have to be playing magic the, every time. And the reason why we did this is that Warconius had to do the interview via phone. And you can't stream and be in a Discord chat on your phone. Or you can't, you can't Discord chat and play magic on your phone and there be a good connection. So, uh, yeah, so... If, if people want to see certain games being played or the person that is the person that's interviewing wants me to play a certain game, I'll definitely do that as well. So, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it later, Nick. I think you should probably be playing something that you are so good at that you don't even have to think about. 
something mindless like um i don't know whatever uh that that one you're doing the videos with like i think you could do that Out of squad yeah like just something mindless you know in the background mm-hmm. where something might happen so cool that he has to bring it up and then you, you know that whole thing but anyway we'll talk about it later because yeah, magic yeah, totally. magic's just too heady you guys are like uh yeah we're like stuttering yeah. to yeah to to say stuff and it's just it's I don't know. It's interesting, but we, like I said, I'm working. It's it's still a project, right? It's still something that I'm working on. Well, but I want to watch these live. When are you doing them, or is it all random? So, it, it, I hate to say it, but it's pretty much random. It's RNG, Bobby. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, what really it comes down to is like I, I want to do them every week, but I ha like it. It comes down to scheduling. Like some people work every night. And they work on the nights that I'm usually, uh, you know, asleep or something, or like they, they, it's just, just not good timing whatsoever, but I'm going to make it happen one way or another. So, yeah. yeah, well, people should definitely follow our Twitch channel then, because it seems like we are streaming more than just the podcast on Sundays here. We got Nick doing his thing, Christian streaming some stuff as well. So the, uh, yeah, we're, we're becoming a home network now, so <laughs> Yeah, come yeah. check us out. I'm playing so much magic. I should just start streaming that too. I just yeah. walk away from my computer so much. Anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's that's all the behind the scenes stuff. Let's get to the actual podcast, guys. Get ready to be entertained. It's gonna start now. <laughs> all right. The official podcast starts now. Well, let's start with our on the radar section. So games that have come to our attention recently. The first one I wanted to bring up is Life is Strange True Colors. So this huh? just came out recently. We covered this, man. We a long time ago. Like three weeks ago. All right. Whatever. Let's let's get your hot take okay. on it, Bobby. Well, here's the thing. I played the first Life is Strange, loved it, but I'm totally over those types of games now. I just can't seem to bring myself to play any of them. Any of those like Walking Dead, uh, Life is Strange, uh, you know, they're... Uh, they're like very light puzzle games. The movie games. The stories. Yeah. Uh, you make decisions. They direct which way the story goes. I mean, they're cool, but, you know, I just can't do them anymore. Um so I was interested to see how people were reacting to this one. And it seems like a lot of people who are big fans of the series and have played all of them um, weren't too impressed by this. I mean, they liked it. I don't know. It seemed really mixed. I think it's sitting around maybe an 86% or so on Steam, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I've got some additional information on that, Bobby. I think it was in the high 90s. Mm-hmm. And it recently got review bombed. Uh, by, oh, because of the Tibetan flag. But the Tibetan flag is in there. In China. What? Yeah, and Chinese people. Are yeah, China. I, oh, yeah. trust me, I know the whole reason. But yeah, they down. Are you serious? The fucking Tibetan flag. Yeah, that, that's what I read. I read a article what yesterday, but it doesn't look that crazy on the reviews right now. Well, but that's not re- sorted by reason. Yeah, and right? I, I looked at this before a lot of that, uh, or before that story broke, and I don't know. It could have been affected, but it didn't seem to change it that much um i don't know but overall it seems like people really like this the length of it is they said around nine hours which if you add up all the episodes of the older games i think those were like what three four hours a piece times five like they were pretty long so this is maybe maybe like half yeah half the length Mm -hmm. interesting Hmm. i i I'm not a big fan of these games. I I do know why. Like I do know that people like them a lot, but it's just not really for me. I think what I said when we were covering the hitchhiking game, remember that one that I, like Route 
15 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one because of the premise, but it's one of these kind of games. And I am glad that there are developers doing this kind of games because, you know, there's people that enjoy it. Um, I don't, I'm not against them. I, yeah, I, I'm probably going to play that. I bought this one. I have this one. No, I have part two. Life is Strange 2. And then um, that, that hitchhiking one looks really, really good. So I would like to play that one too. Mm-hmm. And fucking Life is Strange, you know, I really, I, I think I cried at that one. You know, I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was one of the better ones. It was kind of, I don't know, because there were a lot of these games. It all started with that first Walking Dead game. And then there were just so many clones. The Well, not clones, but Telltale just made a ton of those. Yeah, and yeah, they did like a Game of Thrones one. They did a bunch yeah, of other ones. The Game of Thrones just, one was pretty bad. I, I seem to recall. A lot of people said that. <laughs> I don't care for that one at all. I like the one about the fairy tale land uh, uh, the, with the wolf. A wolf, wolf Among, Among Us. Us. Yeah, that one was cool. Didn't play the Batman one, but eventually people just got tired of those types of games. But then Life is Strange came along and it kind of had a, it did things a little differently. And the story was actually pretty interesting. And, you know, Supernatural was a little Twin Peaks-ish. Yeah. Like it kind of refreshed that genre, but. And they're know. not the exact same. I mean, they're both story heavy, but they're not the exact same thing. Like the. There's a lot more mechanics in these. I think there's a little more. Yeah, I mean, Telltale really had a format that they stuck to. There's a lot more manipulation of the physical world in these games than there was in those. Those is almost all dialogue and moving around. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, Telltale saturated the market with their own product and killed it. Yeah, well, uh, what's the price tag on this one, True Colors? It is a million dollars Canadian. $60 U.S. That's crazy. That seems like a lot. Yeah, I just paid like $12 for Life is Strange 2. Like, wow. What are we, a year, two years after? It might yeah. be more, I don't know. But uh, yeah. No, look, it looks good. And I like the idea of it. Um, what was it? Her sister dies. She goes to the town to see what, what you know, what, what it, what's up. And she is empathic. So if she, if she touches somebody or if she's around somebody, she can know what emotion they're feeling but not what they're thinking mm-hmm. so uh, i thought that was a really cool place to like do a story pe- telling perspective yeah hmm. cool yeah um do you have two or one you have two huh nick no that's one so yeah i have one um so for those who don't know that are not in the console universe or just are living under a gaming rock um the playstation event happened and they showed a bunch of video games, um, ones that we knew that they were going to show, ones we didn't know that they were going to show. And uh, a lot of people are wowed. Um, as someone who owns a PS5, I'm definitely excited. Um, almost every game that got revealed looks pretty interesting. Um, however, they did announce some things regarding uh, Uncharted, the, uh, the Legacy of Thieves collection. So not only are they remastering the first game and one of the like extension games, I can't remember which one it is, but they are um, they're coming to PC. And so it seems like Sony is going to be sticking with Steam as a platform. And they are going to go ahead and uh, just continue with their, you know, with their ports slowly, but surely. Yeah. They um, acquired that porting company, right? I think they did. Yeah. It had like, it's something regarding, it's something regarding 
they essentially the game like the, that company knows how to port PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five games specifically. Yeah, they, they have a very good track record. To them. Yeah, they have a very good track record, and so yeah. they, they got acquired. And so, yeah, I mean, it's pretty. It's all laid out there. Obviously, that's the way they're headed. They saw enough money where they saw that it's a viable uh, revenue stream. Yeah, yeah and and with um with the also the um, I, I didn't put this in the uh, radar, but with the announcements of uh, the announcement of. Knights of the Old Republic uh, remaster slash like remake. Essentially, they're starting from like all new assets and everything for the game, but the story and the mechanics are going to be the same. But they did announce that that will eventually be coming to PC as well. So, oh nice. Um, so that that's you know that's pretty awesome. Huh? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were just talking about it before the show. Oh okay. Yeah, let's keep all the video game talk before the show, guys. Come on. <laughs> well, that's what I was telling them. They were like. Why do you have Total War in the highlight section? I was like, I'll explain during the show. They're like, well, why do you have it there? I'm like, I'll explain during the show, damn it. I don't think we asked that. Yeah. <laughs> we never yeah. ask about shut, Total shut War. Shut up. He, <laughs> has, he has these <laughs> narratives that he builds in his head, dude. It's it's crazy. Everybody just keeps asking me about Total War. It's just, <laughs> I just want to talk about it, guys. <laughs> I was walking down the street. And <laughs> but I saw some Warhammer 40K graffiti, and I thought to myself... <laughs> But I'm glad they're redoing the first one because the first one is the one that I haven't beat. I've played the second one through at least as much as you can because the ending gets a little weird with that. You know, I did all the mods and everything to try to reconstruct it, but it still was a little weird. Which is the one that's known as the better one? I don't know. See, I never played these when they came out. I think the second one. Can we get a Metacritic? The second one, one has more stuff to do on one and but two. But I don't really consider it the better of the two. Um. So. Uh, the game that I have is Death Cathedral. Um, nice. It, it's a weird uh, mix of genres. It seems to be an action RPG that's a side-scroller beat-em-up that's also like a fighting game. So um, we're not. Don't think of like um, Double Dragon, like your little dude walking, or or it's one of those kind of beat-em-ups. It's more like Street Fighter-sized characters. And you're walking through, but you're not, it's not a fighting game like um, whatever the Superman one is. Uh, what is that called? Injustice. Injustice. That has a lot of he- heavy. You're actually scrolling left to right. Uh, oh. But you're going through, every fight is like a, a Dark Souls type of longer encounter. Not one-on-one. Not just like a bunch of group, uh, you're fighting groups of bad guys. It's not like that. It's like one Street Fighter match after another as you're progressing through and picking up loot and stuff. So it's a big mix. Yeah, it's super interesting. It's a gothic look, um, you know, knights in in like um, armor and you're fighting all kind of like weird demonic stuff. You have to kill, you have 14 days to kill the devil, whatever that means, as you go (laughs) down into this uh, cathedral. I just think the mix of genres is pretty sweet. Um, I've never seen a game like this. That it's a side scroller beat 'em up that only concentrates on you fighting one person at a time. Yeah, I, I would say it's like Dark Souls, Dark Souls esque, except for you don't <clears throat> fight groups of guys, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I think so. Yeah. Um, it, it seems like the art style, like the way that people are hunching over and like people just randomly have scoliosis or something is kind of dark stylish. Hmm. Um, but 
the whole like walking sideways kind of thing uh, that it reminds me of this like game. It's like a party game kind of where like it's one versus one and like everybody has like a fencing sword and you're little like your one objective is to get on the other side of the screen. I think um, I know what you're talking about. And it just reminds me of that. Morta? No, not Morta. Uh, what's it called? Do you, do you know which one I'm talking about? No. Uh, the two fencing, two guys are fencing and you kill one guy and then you move to the right. And then, ah, fuck. I have no idea what that Nidhog. is. Nidhog. Nidhog. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. And it's so weird because when you win, you just get eaten by the giant worm. That's, that's yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, the second one, I think there's different things when you win in the uh, second one now. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty yeah. interesting. Anyway, yeah, this is different. Take a look at it. Death Cathedral. Interesting concept. <clears throat> yep. All right. Let's talk about some games that we have been playing. So I finally... Um, I pretty much reached the limit with Stardew Valley. My pineapple empire could go no further. So there's really no point in me continuing to play that game. I'm uh, proud of you, Bobby. Yeah. Did you I get did your $20 it. worth? Um, God, is that how much I paid for that game so long ago? <laughs> <laughs> but I started playing more Deep Rock Galactic this what? week. What? Yeah. And, oh I played it in a while, and I honestly didn't play it for any other reason than it was just a lot of fun. But they posted something just a few days ago about the big update that they have coming up. Um, this is update 35, and it's the biggest one that they have ever done. And they always what? say that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they always say that. But this one is supposedly the biggest one. They're adding four new weapons, which look awesome, by the way. Well, some of them do. The, the drillers got this corrosive sludge gun. Um, there's some Ugh, video. It, sounds awesome. I've seen how it works in the beta, too. But, you know, it could change. Uh, the... The gunner's got this rocket launcher, but it's like that rocket launcher that mechs have. You know, it's like a like an array of rockets. Oh, yeah. Like a oh, it's like a missile pod. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, where they shoot in like a, like a volley or something. So I'm interested to see how that works. Opa Gundam style. But yeah, so <laughs> the weapons are going to be great, but the... Uh, I don't get it. Because <laughs> in Gundam, that's how they shoot the rockets. Come on! Oh. Anybody! I need a little backup. All right, keep going. Okay. And um, the world was silent amongst that time for those 10 <laughs> seconds that Amelia tried to make a joke. But they're also adding a new game mode. And what they said in the update, they, they said they're pushing the update back to quarter four, which they've done before in the past. They just say, hey, you know, we need more time. And, you know, the community is always okay with that. But they said what happened is they started this update and then they kind of found some things out while making it and started going in new directions and doing more. And it's going to take a lot longer because of that, mostly. So I'm huh. excited to see when this finally drops, but it's going to be a while. But I'm okay with the wait. Still nice, just man. enjoying the uh, core gameplay loop here. Now, are you, um, are you, would you be mad or excited if they added another, like, dwarf? Oh, uh, they won't do gonna... that. They talked about that. In fact, when we, we've interviewed them twice on this, and I, I know it came up the second time, maybe the first, but that was one of the earliest things they had planned on doing was adding a, a fifth dwarf. But they decided that the ones that they have just work so well together that really isn't room for another one. I can't imagine what they could possibly put in there. I think I have a good idea. Um, it's like it's like the dwarf that's always drunk, and it's not really funny anymore. <laughs> It's like the guy that they barely invite to anything because he's like one of the other dwarves' cousin. I think that was Carl, isn't it? 
Well, nobody knows who Carl is. Oh, I think the, we just found that. <laughs> and uh, eventually, what ends up happening is like he can he he takes people's guns and weapons and abilities and stuff, but he cannot do them as good as anyone else. All right, all right. Sounds like a terrible <laughs> character. <laughs> and he's just a really drunk guy. I want to talk a little bit about love, real quick. Um, so, uh, sniper's significant other just brought him soup. And then, or what I thought is soup, and then got the spoon, blew on the spoon to get it cooled down for him. And then he simultaneously held her hair back so her hair wouldn't go in the soup while she's cooling it down for him. That all happened right before my eyes. I've never seen anything like it. I, my, my, I mean, Emilio, you know that's what people do for each other when they love each other, right? The, no, no. We throw rocks at each other over here. <laughs> You're like, Sam, where's my soup? And by the time she gets to answering, it's already on your fucking head and your face is boiling. I just realized again that love is true. Wow. Yeah. It does exist. And then she... She brought me lactase pills after, too. Dude. <laughs> the soup is milky. It's fucking good. It's great. Leslie makes good soup. Amazing. We had we had chicken orzo soup. It was so good. Wow. <laughs> All right. What did you guys play? <clears throat> uh, go ahead, Nick. All right. So I know everybody's been waiting for this day, just like me. And everybody's been waiting for this news. I finally completed the legendary... Uh, slash very hard difficulty challenge where you beat total war warhammer on the hardest difficulty with every race. Do, do uh, you know what per- percentage of players have accomplished this? Point two percent. Oh, sorry, point zero two percent. Jeez, dude, it must be like three guys, dude. Yeah, it's like me, Carl, and Steve. Like we we all yeah. know each other. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's um, an accomplishment. Yeah, no, it's 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 a bitch. I mean, I would have um, put it on a resume, but you know, <laughs> I mean, I might. Um, but as far as like 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 how it went and everything, so you can ask Leslie. You could even interview my daughter. They're like, "Dad, stop playing the vampires. You're gonna pull your hair out and eventually fucking run in the street naked, going crazy." They were the last campaign I had to do. That's the one and, you said you were beating your head against the wall, right? Yeah, and so I, I I tallied up in in notes how many times I restarted and started the campaign for the vampires. It was sixty seven times. Is there no like? Did you look up any guides or anything, or are they just well, so for the first sixty three times I didn't, but <laughs> the sixty fourth to the sixty seventh time I did. Because, dude, I was getting that frustrated. I was like, dude, I, I just can't take this anymore. Like, it's becoming upset. It's like, it's legitimately becoming upsetting. And was there Because essentially, what happens with the vampires is that they have no allies besides other vampires. Um, even what are considered like, like, uh, like the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? So your your constant enemy in the game is the empire. And so you would normally make friends with the orcs. Well, orcs don't like when you're stronger than them. So if you start expanding at a at a at a fast rate, then they just declare war on you. And so there's like this critical mass that happens every time you fucking play. And like once you like you get halfway done towards the main quest that you're trying to complete to be able to beat the game, every everybody and their fucking mom declares war on you. 
And then they all, like, they're still at war with each other, but they're double at war with you. Like, they're going to send every fucking penny soldier and goddamn rat they have to, like, annihilate you off the planet Earth. And normally when you play the game, like, there's a mercy mechanic. Like, the game will, like, let you keep your main city. Like, everybody will start negotiating peace when you're at your last city. Not on very hard. They, you now have orcs, humans, and dwarves trying to assault your castle while you're just like, well, I got a bunch of useless zombies, so I'm just going to give up. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I looked up a, I looked up a guide, and I was like, well, I don't really like playing the game like that. And the way the guide worked was that you play a certain, you play a certain leader of the vampire counts, and it's the female leader. And she makes heroes really strong. And now, if anyone knows any of the recent Total War games, there are lords, which are the people that command the whole army. And they're, they're like the one you move around on the board. And then there's and there and then there's heroes. And heroes are like champions per se. Like they are they are like very strong. They can take on usually a unit by themselves. And uh, yeah, they're just they're just super strong. Well, she gives buffs to all the heroes in your game, and essentially you 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 form what is referred to as a goon squad. So you have twelve of these fucking heroes, and you maybe have like one or two other units in your army, and you just hide them in the forest. And if you're in the sand, you hide them behind a bigger piece of sand. And uh, what you do is with those heroes is you like you instantly just rush the other team's general and kill it. And then if there's any, you just slowly pick away at the other team. And I was like, Dude, I don't like playing like that, but I'm gonna go crazy if I don't beat this fucking campaign. It was literally the only way. It was literally the only way. So I did it, and uh, I, I incorporated another strategy, which was it's like it it, it it's. It's referred to as willful ignorance, and it's where you don't expand a certain direction because you know a, 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 a faction is that direction, and you know that because of their race, they're instantly going to hate you and instantly going to declare war on you as soon as you meet them. So what you do is you just go the other direction. and you just keep expanding south, or well for my for this instance, it's southwest. And dude, it, I I don't like looking up stuff for games, and I don't like relying on like cheap strategies. But that sounds but like I a developer. Flaw, I had to dude. do it. That sounds like a developer flaw. That this is the only way that you could do that. Well, like, the thing is, is like the vampires are now known as like the forgotten race. Like they never get anything cool. They never get anything like new anymore. They haven't got anything new in a while. And it's just my dumbass. Decided to do them last because they have no ranged units, and I love ranged units, and that just stabbed me in the butt. Because they used to be one of the best armies in the game, and now they're one of the worst. So they're clearly, the worst, at least for the campaign. Anyway, yeah, no, it, it was it was bad. So I can now finally play other games. Um, so if you have any game recommendations, as of like a year ago, uh, just send them my way. Anything new? You know, I heard there's like a new Call of Duty or something. So just send it to me. You saying that like I'm, you know, I have no gaming time because you're doing this is like Bobby saying that I'm too busy because he's watching movies all the time. It's like <laughs> you you brought it about yourself, dude. 
Oh no, I, I know. And and the funny thing is like Leslie's like, you know, every time I want to hang out with you. And no, it's not every time. I'm just over exaggerating because I'm just an exaggerating asshole. But she's time. like, I just want to spend some time with you. And you're always trying to beat the fucking game as the vampires, Nicholas. <laughs> and I'm just like so I'm sorry, Leslie. I'm sorry. I just need to do this. And now it's it's finally over. Like the 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 all the stress and the trouble is now all gone and I'm happy. Was it worth it? Oh, dude, a thousand percent. The fact that, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't worth it during it, but now it is. Like, I, I like, I like to think it is. It, it was to me. I still find the game fun. I literally have fourteen hundred hours between both games. Jeez, he's rubbing and he's rubbing the wrinkles, his new wrinkles, in his forehead right now. He's like so stressed I, out <laughs> just talking about the game. He can't even get through talking about the games right now without. Dude, it, it, for me, it's a big achievement. Like, it, it's in my top three games of all time because of how much time I've put in it and how much I actually like playing it. Dude, point, uh, point zero 0.02? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trust me, I know. Um, I really cannot wait for the third the third game to come out. The developers of Total War Warhammer have now announced that this coming week is going to be a huge announcement for the next game. Um, and there's a theme going on in their Discord where the developers keep putting a little dragon emoji. And this is for a race that has never been seen in the Warhammer world. It's only been in re- in like in like the, the novels and stuff like that. It's never been on the tabletop. It's never been like in promotional material and it's essentially China. Like they, they have like real dragons. They have like real terracotta warriors. They have like a bunch of other cool shit. They have their own magic. And so like everyone thinks that this Thursday, cause Thursday is always news day for total war. Um, that we will finally see, um, you know, the two of the new races or the new race, as well as one of the chaos God races. So, yeah, thank you for letting me ramble for 15 minutes about something that was ruining my life. I think you needed that, dude. Dude, it it, it feels so fucking good. <laughs> like, because my friends will be playing Tribes of Midgard, and I'm like, I'm so close to beating this. Like, I'm just so, like, you know, you know that you know that meme where it's like Pepe the Frog is next to the window and he's looking at all the kids having fun outside. Yeah, that's how I felt. I'm just like a virtual version. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I think you needed that rant, but we definitely didn't. Um, <laughs> so, let's talk about New World, if you could stop sucking down that suit for a little bit, Christian. Uh, so <laughs> New World is the MMO coming out of uh, Amazon Studios. Um, I was uh, talking a little bit to my brother-in-law about it. He was asking me about it and how, like, the, about Amazon making games. And I believe this is their third game, guys? Yes. One, one is dead in the water. Well, they had that, yeah, they had that one with the ball. It was some sort of like arena sports game, um, and that died off pretty quickly. And then there was the yeah, one that was like a Wasn't it supposed to be an Overwatch clone? No, that that was a different one. Yeah, that was a oh, different one. Okay. This one was like a, a long time ago. And, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and and these are like PC games. I'm sure they made a bunch of mobile stuff. But uh, And then the other one, which I can't remember the name, was the one that came out. Uh, we played it in beta. We actually kind of liked it, and yeah. and then they just killed it. And then they killed it. And I was saying, and Bobby, you've brought up this point, how to their 
to their credit, because they have the money to do this, they just pulled the plug on shit. And they, oh yeah, which is it's so weird to see, dude. Yeah. Like they're just like you like, where's the game at? Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's gone. Yeah, it wasn't oh, making you mean money. The over four thousand hours and millions of dollars you just pay people to develop a game that they thoroughly work their hearts and tears out. It's just not gone. You know what? We're never going to sell that game. All the promo material, all those assets gone. They, yep. They have that kind of, they have space money, dude. It's different when you have space money. So uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, as, as the kids call it nowadays, they have fuck you money. Yeah, exactly. It's a company that has fuck you money. It's exactly what it is. Um, so this is their MMO, their third big game. And uh, I think this is going to be the one that, you know, breaks them out of that um, slump. Um, I haven't played many. Well, I think I played them all, all the big ones that come out, MMOs. And I've said for years that MMOs are probably dead. Uh, but, you know, there's the ones that do pretty well. There's Black Desert. I think that makes a lot of money. Guild Wars have been making money f- throughout the years because they make a solid product. But after playing this to level 12, I believe, over two nights, um, I I think it's a very, very strong MMO. If not, might be the premier MMO in, in maybe a year or two. I know it comes out in like two weeks. I think after they, they um, you know, work on it, find, talk to the community, get some more feedback, um, I think they could be in a really good place. Um so some things that I like about it were the setting is really original. It's not really fantasy and it's not really like pirates. It's somewhere in between, you know, it's kind of like a Spanish inquisition type. Uh, yeah. No, Spanish. There, there's a, um, there is a name for it. It's called, I think it's called periodical fantasy mm. where like it's, it's set in a period of time. Right. And which, which there's a lot of Spanish inquisition theme. There's tri hats. There's the Spanish inquisitional helmets, the chest plates, but there's also all kinds of mythological and ma- magical shit. Yeah. And I think that's has to do with the uh, story of the Island that they land on. I think that's where the magic comes in. I don't think there was magic where they left from. Um, Sniper, do you know the story better than I do? Uh, I don't know if it, when they, yeah, he leaves like the normal world and then yeah. he gets sucked into a giant fucking whirlpool because he has this book on him, and then he wakes up and he's in magic exploration land. He's in like a, yeah, he's in like a mirror reality of like whatever South America. Yeah, and the whole thing about it is that um, things on this island don't die, um, including yourself. So that's how they explain the whole. You know, you you respawn when you die. Um, and you know, it's overrun by zombies and stuff. So that's a lot of the original thing. And there's rot or some sort of like, um, plague, uh, expanding. And, you know, you and the other people are trying to fight against that plague. Um, so, uh, one of the big strong points for me is hit detection. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen hit detection this good, in an MMO, you kind of just like when it's an MMO, you just kind of go, Oh, I just swing at this time. And if it hits, it hits. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, if I just swing in this general direction, it never has to be precise. I've, I've seen angles have to be pretty precise for me to block things 
and for things to like dodge uh, uh, maybe an arrow or something, they just barely have to move. Their hitboxes are very exact. And um, I mean, for an MMO, it's not like picture perfect, but I've, I don't think I've ever seen um, uh, hitboxes this good in an MMO. So I thought that, that was really great. I think I think one thing that a lot of people have been saying, like, because my friends have been playing it, and like uh, some of the pe- people in DLG have been saying, it, is like the game is very much skill based. Yeah, like you you can't ju- like it's not like in WoW where you just right click somebody, therefore you're automatically targeting them now, and then you you can just press a couple of buttons and then you cast abilities and shit. Like this game actually requires you to aim, and like there's there's a dynamic in combat itself. Yeah, you're actively were, uh, you're actively fighting. You're not just going exactly. Through, you're not actively going through the motions, yep. and that that you know that's really really refreshing. Uh, today I think we, go ahead. One sec. Oh, just on that today, we went um, for some faction PvP missions, and we five v five a group that was like ten or fifteen levels above us, and had looked like they had really good gear, and we won every time. Like they kept coming back, and we kept on beating them because we had a better comp and just better tactics. Are like, you talking about PvP? One... Yeah, PvP. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, so... I haven't played any PvP, dude. Uh, so the uh, does it play off just like playing against uh, the computer, or what are the big differences? I mean, it's a person that. Uh, like the computers, you can tell, I don't know, it's like more Dark Souls. They have like a series of attacks they do. And once you learn it, you can like pretty dodge or know what you have to do. Mm-hmm. But obviously people aren't like that. They're throwing all their skills at you and stuff. And it's really, it's really fun because with the like projectiles and the angles and stuff, like certain spells block projectiles in an area. There's all these areas, there's area healing spells and then there's area roots and stuff. So positioning is really important when you go into these pvp fights and um i don't know it's really rewarding to win it because it's not just like inevitable if you run into someone with higher gear that you lose yeah Yeah, that's awesome man is it is it true that there's like are you familiar with runescape uh chris uh yeah okay is there true that is it true that there's like a wildness like a wilderness area where like you can lose some of your gear uh no Okay, because somebody was telling me that like the game is RuneScape-ish in the sense that like the grind and slash like freedom is way more than a WoW. It's more like RuneScape, but I don't know if they meant that there was like a wilderness kind of area or was there like like the game is truly like open because like in in uh in RuneScape you can just like do whatever the fuck you want and you just passively level depending on what you do. Yeah. Oh, that's how this works. As far as that part, the leveling, uh, which I've always appreciated in MMOs, it's like you get good at what the things you're doing, uh, what what things you're, you are doing, you get good at, and you're doing those things because those are the things that you like to do. So it just makes sense. You're not pigeonholed into doing anything because you have to. Um, I was looking at like, you know, um, you can harvest and all that stuff, mining, all that stuff. There's just a... Uh, there's a way that you could learn how to make the next gear stuff up, or you could just go buy it off the auction house and just yeah. have that better stuff. And, you know, the, all the options are there for you. You can do the long road. You could do the more rewarding road, whatever you want. You, um, this game definitely, you, you can respec anytime you want. Um, it's one of those games, a lot like Guild Wars, where if you change your weapon, your abilities and uh, attacks 
completely change. You almost have to level up that weapon independently. But you're not completely yeah, yeah. screwed to the point where, like, oh, I can't play because I'm using a new weapon. Yeah. Now, I'm one of those people that, like, I love being, like, I love my fair share of combat, right? Especially in a game. But now that I have very limited time and stuff, I do like the idea of now just being like, you know what, man? I'm a fucking blacksmith. Like, come come to me. I'll, I'll and that's all I do. Like I'll do combat when my friends get hop on or whatever, but I'm going to be mining. You want a new fucking whatever? I'll make it like that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm like. That's what I'm excited for. Cause I, I'm going to play new world uh, when it fully comes out. And Leslie has a gaming laptop and I'm going to try to get her to play new world. She's playing lost of uh, lost and random. And we'll talk about that later, but I, this game just looks really fucking cool. So I don't yeah. have any major complaints. And I was that, just going to ask you if you did have that, anything that you didn't like. That's saying that's saying a lot, you know. Um, yeah. As you're doing crafting, to 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 your uh, point, Nick. Uh, as mm-hmm. you're doing crafting, you're leveling up. You could just yeah, which is awesome. As far as I know, I think you could just level crafting. Um, I don't know how that works with getting into later levels where like you got to get into some gnarly areas in order to to harvest certain things, or you could just buy it off of the the um, the the auction house. The auction house. Yeah, I. If this was full release, my my review would be the same, and so that's saying something. I know they're only two weeks out, um, but yeah, I, I mean, even the fucking cutting the trees, I liked it all. I thought it was all pretty good, and I hate cutting trees. I thought they did it really well. Like I was now, like, fucking cutting trees sucks. I want a better goddamn axe. I bought a better axe, and now I'm a little more satisfied. I was like, that was really satisfying. The fucking fishing good. Like it's a good game. It's just a yeah. good MMO. Bobby, Everything did, this game is a slot machine, basically. Does, does like, this does this appeal to you at all, Bobby? I mean, maybe a little bit, but MMOs are just a category I can't really touch. What what do they have in the way of end game content? Because I feel like that's what a lot of these MMOs really come down to. Yeah, there's lots of complaints on on that, or there was until the last beta. They did add a bunch of endgame content, but you still, you know, from what people know, you can it still looks like you can beat the game or get to the endgame content and clear it all within a couple months. Um, but it's but, forty dollars. It's not like twenty dollars a month or anything like that. Yeah, but for yeah. an MMO, yeah. you usually expect an ongoing experience. Usually, an MMO is like the the fucking like. The end game is either PvP, like mass PvP, or arenas, or raids. Like that—that's usually it. Mm-hmm. Do they have dungeons or instances in this game? Yep, yep. They have dungeon and instances. Um, okay, but is it most, is it just like a bunch of people going and everybody hits the bad guy, or is it actually is there some strategy man, involved? There's some really awesome, like mechanics i don't know like dark soul ish bosses like they'll one hit you and you have to dodge everything with your character or you'll have to have a mage block the projectiles and they'll spawn minions and the minions will try to heal them like it's quite involved it's not like go and smash big boss um like some other stuff there's definitely strategy and there's like sometimes little puzzles that you have to do everyone just has to stand in a zone to like whatever get the guy's shield down but i that's cool like i like it like yeah um, uh, what level are you, Chris? For this beta, I'm level 18. You're doing yeah. a bunch of shit I've never even heard. Like, I didn't know that you could PvP. What, what level can you start PvPing? As soon as you join a faction. I mean, it's like open... Well, if you toggle your PvP, 
it's open world PvP as long as you're toggled, oh, and then okay. you get ten percent more XP. And then there's also PvP missions where you you do the exact same mission as someone else in another faction does, and so you're doing you're competing against them. Yeah, and if you run into them, then it's like a battle to the death, and whoever dies loses their mission. That sounds fucking awesome. It's really yeah, fun. That, that sounds really combat, funny shit. Yeah, the, the random combat is 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 really good. That sounds the like longevity. end game right there. Like if you do that at a very high level. That sounds yeah, like that, crazy good end game. Yeah, the more like uh, whatever different companies can own different areas of the map, and so where all the top resources are to make all the top gear for the crafters is also the harder PvP missions. So I think the longevity of the game is going to be that constant PvP and territories switching hands, kind of like Eve, maybe Man. except less intense. The more you, I, I was already up on this game, and then the more you talk, the more up on I get on it. I don't have yeah. the time for MMO, but it's forty bucks, which is not crazy. And you know, it's if it was a monthly fee, I'd be I'd be out already. And now I'm yeah. considering paying forty dollars for this, which I probably will. Yeah, if I you shit forty dollars, yo. <laughs> <laughs> we have a big uh, just so everyone out there in listener land knows, we have a big DLG group, and we're going hard, and we have lots of fun. Oh, let's uh, talk about that real quick. Yeah. I knew what server you guys was on, and that, that's all I knew. I didn't even know. I knew you guys had a server channel. Remember, I wasn't kidding. I didn't know what that channel was about. So I go in there. I was like, I don't know what this channel is about. Just happened to start playing this with JP Diddy. We got on the right server only because we asked Gummy. Didn't know anything else. So then I'm playing today, and of course, I have to walk away and fucking take care of uh, all these living beings that are in my house that are responsible. I am responsible for. Um, while, I spawned. I'm, while I'm gone... Uh, the these guys find my character randomly, dude, and then yeah, start taking you pictures were right with in front my... of me when I spawned in the game, dude. You were just there. I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> it's so crazy, dude. <laughs> it's so crazy, and yeah. Uh, yeah, they took pictures with me, and all unbeknownst to me. And then I I played some more. I logged off, and then I see all these posts. It's like, what yeah. what just happened? <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've had too much fun on on this beta. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna put like nine hours in, but I got sick, so I ended up putting way too, way too much time in uh, and i'm super excited for launch day after my birthday so let's do it let's go everyone Sick. let's go Sick. are they resetting the progress on launch oh yeah yes. of course yeah. yes 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 yeah that, when i was like hacking my hundredth tree i was like why am i doing this <laughs> i was like it, it's all gonna get wiped what am i doing yeah you know, uh and, and that's that's one more. And that's why I didn't play that much. Like I literally played 15 minutes of it and I was like, I don't want to get too invested. Yeah. Only because like, I know it's going to be gone. I think it, it's a slot machine. Like the moment to moment is so fun. Even like picking up boulders and stuff. Cause you're getting levels, you know, got the little sound effects. So and you can get greens, ga- greens and What's blues. That? You can get green and blue. Yeah. Greens uh, and blues, dude. You're greens like, and blues. You get your blurns and your gurns from, from, from a rock. Your though. purples. You know what I mean? Which is pretty cool. Uh, I thought the progression was great. Um, I'm really happy with how fast I'm leveling, how quick. Just like what we were saying, whatever you're doing, you're leveling up. That It makes it so, um, it feels so rewarding because literally almost any, including making camps and just resting, you get better at camping, don't you? Is that, yeah, Yeah. that's, yeah. You get better at camping. And, oh, that's another thing that I liked about it, how you heal. Uh, You could do potions for one big hill. You can do food for overtime, or you could, like, say you had three quests in one area, you set up your camp in that area, and that's your spawn point. So if you die, you're only a few feet away from the area that you're farming anyway. I thought it was a really clever way of doing that. And 
Another thing that I liked was um, uh, the, you know, how you can hearth back to your, um, to your town or whatever, but you can only do it once an hour. So like I was stuck somewhere with like 10 minutes to go. I was like, what am I going to do? Guess what I did? I fucking enjoyed the wilderness. I fucking, I'm fishing. I'm fucking hacking down trees. I'm, oh, that's a new herb. You know what I mean? Like. I, oh yeah. I was like, what am I going to do for 10 minutes? Oh, there's a thousand things I can do for 10 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I remember the first time I found fucking nutmeg in a herb. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> nutmeg! <laughs> yeah, it's a good uh, fucking okay. MMO. It's a good MMO. Yeah. It's great. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait for a release. Can't wait to play it more. Yeah. Bobby, um, you were talking about what? fucking Friday RPG, dude. Uh, dude, I, th- I think this may be the game that I like. If if it becomes like an everyday kind of thing or like an every week kind of thing, like shit, I might I might just it might be the thing that if someone does play New World, like we can just run around and chop trees while we're talking and shit. So Oh yeah, yeah, for your um thing. Totally. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So yeah, uh Christian and I had plans to play for the king last Friday and we did get a chance to play some of that. And it's a really good game. I was pleasantly surprised by this. It was released on Epic uh, for free a couple months ago, I think, one of their free games that they gave away. When I got it, I noticed it. I I thought it looked kind of cool, but of course, I never went back to it. But I'm glad we did. So this is a roguelike RPG. And Is this the first time you ever played it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you know if they have cross-platform between Steam and, and Epic or no? Probably not. I've had this game for years. Um, well, they have. I think we went to like a list of servers. Servers. So, because uh, yeah, I was playing on Steam, dude. Oh, you were, were playing on, on Steam. Okay, so yeah, it wasn't a problem. You can play. Between dude, hit me up. I lo- I love that game. I I've come so close to beating be- beating it like four times. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know how far we are into it, but it's a it's a roguelike RPG. And it's turn-based combat. It's got like a map with hex squares on it that you move around. And there's all sorts of RPG things that you can do on it. Uh, But what's cool is that it's co-op. You can play with two other people. You can have a team of three and each person can control their character. And your group doesn't even have to move as a group. You can split them up. They can go off and do their own thing. Or you can keep them together and they can fight together. Um, It was kind of awkward just playing with two of us because you've got three people split between two. So I controlled one character, Christian controlled the two others. What I was thinking, though, is maybe we could have just started our game with just two characters and not have a third. Because I noticed when one of the characters got into a fight by himself, he seemed to get a lot more XP. So I think if we just had two characters that each of us were controlling... Uh, yeah, we'd be down a man, but we'd also be leveling up a lot faster and we'd be stronger. Yeah, the thing with that is um, I did try to start it with two characters, but it, it requires a third. So something about some of the mechanics must require three players. Oh, okay. Yeah, there there are some there are some checks and stuff later on in the game where you do need three characters, essentially. I see. But uh, you, you, you'll, you'll get, like, the more you play, like, the more you'll see that kind of stuff. Um, like later on, like dude, that game, it I I got it a long time ago, and man, is it fucking fun! Um, if you guys play again, let me know. I'll definitely hop on and play with you guys. Yeah, I mean, we're probably gonna play again on Friday. So if anyone's around Friday evening and wants to jump in on this, that would be great. Um, we've got a pretty good run going that we're a couple hours into looks promising and i'm really enjoying it i i almost want to start my own playthrough just so i can play some more of it but 
I, I don't know. It seemed it, I didn't want to spend all that time like redoing the content. Um, but I really enjoyed the combat. I really enjoy, uh, enjoyed the dungeons that you can go into. So there's these caves or dungeons that pop up and it'll tell you if they're difficult or not or how difficult they are. But once you start them, you know, you're in there and you've got to see them through. Um, and then you, you do fight after fight. Sometimes you run into a treasure chest, you know, who knows? Uh, but, but yeah, it's great. Great little game. Dude, like uh, Emilio, I think you'd really like this game. Uh, I've had this game for years, dude. Huh? I've had this game for like six years. I've had this game. Okay. Okay. I I didn't know if you played it or not. I heard you say something that I I know if you said you didn't, but, uh, we should we should get a game going, um, or we should get like a weekly game going where like we play like two or three hours in a row. Uh, I'd, I'd definitely be down for that. Yeah, I, I need a little hand-holding. I've, there's always been something weird about this game that I never got. There's like a weird mechanic or something that I never clearly understood. Well, it uses understood. these like dice rolls. It's like a coin flip or something. So if you attack with a weapon, there's a random factor to it that you can increase by using focus. But then, you know, you run out of focus and you got to recharge that. Um, but also, it's a roguelike too. So when you you die, you have a couple lives that you can lose, but when you die, you know, you're, you're done. You have to start over, but you unlock these books that allow you to spend points in this area in the main menu where you can unlock new characters, uh, weapons, and it looks like locations too, like the dark carnival. Yes. I'm not sure yes. what, how that comes into so play, but it's one of those games as you, as you play more. It's one of those games where if you play with someone who has a lot more hours than you, the game becomes um, increasingly easy. The reason being is like, for example, like the dark carnival and some of the other vendors that you get through playing the game and like getting the unlockable points. Cause the way the, the way that the roguelike system works is like, you know how like in binding of Isaac Emilio, you have to do certain things to unlock certain items. Yeah. Well, there's some of those, but in, in for the King, you unlock these points that can be used to unlock other items and there's like a mini store where you use those points to choose what you want to unlock. So you can unlock classes, you can unlock items, you can unlock, unlock events, you can unlock certain dungeons and stuff. And like I said, if you play with someone who is a lot further than you in that tree, the first quest becomes way easier. And that, and that's another thing is that I think there's nine quests now, and they're all like multi like four hour, two hour sessions long. Like one time me and my friends, we tried to beat a session in a day and we were on for seven hours and we still didn't like, we, we came close to the end, but that just goes to show how long it can take. Damn. And because there's so much RNG, right? There's, there's so much RNG. Like there, there are strategies, right? Like there's a, there's a strategy to essentially always have nothing but, um, like nothing but um, magic or nothing but melee focused people or, or, or physical damage focused people because the game has that system that's kind of tropey where it's like this person has in like divinity where this person has magic armor and he also has regular armor. And so like there are a couple of different strategies you can do, but what it comes down to is like essentially play what you want to play, but there are certain classes that are just, just fucking terrible. Mm. Um, Which is but it, the game. The game's great. I uh, I felt bad initially because I was like, hey, Bobby, I want to try this game. And I've done this maybe a couple times where I'm like, hey, try this game. And it's just dog shit. Huh. And I feel like, oh, I made this guy buy a $20 game. And the first 10 minutes of this game, I didn't really get it. I was like, 
man, what? I don't know. Like, is this going to be fun? Is it not going to be fun? Because I just didn't get like what we were doing. Um, well, it's pretty complicated when a when you first start it. I I started a run before we played together just to kind of get my feet wet, and it was that experience that you have a lot of times when with uh, strategy games or sim games where you go in and the you were just overwhelmed by the UI. There's just numbers yes. and stats and bars everywhere, and you're just like, wait, what is all this? Despite the cute outlook, like it's all a cutesy way, but yeah, there's a lot of info there. Yeah, maybe. and I think maybe. I, I, the way I remember it, it was something about the movement or maybe it was the overall, I didn't know where to go. I think maybe that was a little bit of it. Um, but anyway, yeah, I know it's a good game and, uh, yeah, I would love to play. So it's, it's a game that like, like you guys said, like if the, if, if you don't look up anything or you don't do anything, the UI and the way the game works is completely, um, overbearing, but like, as soon as you know what to do and kind of like what the game plan is, like, when you, you know that chaos is eventually coming, you know that eventually like all these other things start to come and when things spawn and stuff. And that's when you start like making plans like, okay, I'm going to buy this pipe at this time um, because I know that chaos is going to come around this time. And so like, it's one of those games, like the more you play and the more you pay attention, you, it actually pays off very, like very much. So it's good to know. I would love to learn the mechanics better. Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to start yeah. getting on on Fridays. If you guys are playing, then I'm just going to make a point of playing on Fridays and give up Saturdays or something. I'm, I'm down. I'm down to do it. So well, yeah, let's hop on, on Fridays. What's up with lost and random. Uh, and so that's the, that, is that the one with the two little girls odd and even? Yes. Odd and even. And Leslie has been, she's like, Nicholas, I've had this game for three days. I already have six hours in it or like five, or like whatever hours. And for her, that's a lot of yeah. time. Because the only time we play video games is either when Vivian's asleep. And if Vivian's asleep, we're either cleaning or doing something around the house. Or it's after or it's after she's gone to bed for the night. And so we just got Leslie a new gaming laptop just because her rig is just a little slow. And it, it's not as portable. Like, she wants to be able to do stuff around the house and use her laptop. And I was like, you know what? Uh, one of the the games I'll buy you besides like the Witcher and some other ones. So you can have stuff to play on your new gaming laptop is lost and random. And uh, I know I do this to a lot of people that I, I know where like, as soon as I find a new topic or I find a, a lot of information about a topic that I really, really like, I'll, I'll like find somebody to tell about it. And I'm like, all right, man, look, there's this guy named Horace. Okay. And he's part of the Imperium. You'll tell you about the Imperium later. And then I just go on this three hour fucking rant about yeah, war. We know, we know, Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, And so hey, Leslie guys, did that hey, to me today because hey she's playing the game and I'm not. And she comes in she's like, Nicholas, I can't beat this boss in two land or whatever it is. Cause like the, the, the stages are, are, are size of the die. So there's like one world, two like, and it's not. Let me. I actually, she just sent me a message. Um, it is okay. So there's one dumb, two dumb, three dumb, four dumb, five dumb, and six dumb, which are like different like kingdoms and everything. So like, one dumb is where all the peasants fucking live, and the way it works is that you roll uh, when once you turn twelve years old, you roll a dice, uh, and there's only one dice that exists, and it's what, it's the dice that the queen has. And when you roll the dice, uh, that's where you live, right? And if you roll a six, you live with the queen in her palace or in her kingdom. But if you roll a fucking one, you're like a dirt farmer, dude. Um, and so she she only knows so much because she's only made it so far in the game. 
and so the one that she just told me about is like the 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 two the two area, and everyone in the two area is bipolar, mm. and they they're tasked with the uh, infinite task of building a mirror town to where they currently live. So all the one one town people, their main job is to gather scrap and trash and stuff. And the two town people use that scrap and trash and stuff to build the copy of their area forever. And so the game is very, what she says, the game is very Tim Burton. If you love a story, a story area into the game and you love like a bunch of like minute details and good art. And she says the combat's fun and great and she loves it a lot. So if you like, if any of that appeases to you, pick it up on steam. It's called lost and random. And Leslie can't stop talking about it. So hey, Sniper, it's, it's a great game. Sniper, can you uh, two things? Can you um, go over the very positive on there? See what the percentage is, uh, eighty three, and then uh, Zoink. Who are they? The developer. What have they done? Fay uh, F E. I remember talking about it. Yeah, they have a cool art style. That's for sure, man. This just the art style alone. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on board. I would say maybe even play the game with Mila or get her to play it. Um, like, and, and she can tell you about it, or we can interview Mila. So yeah. she can be on RNG on DLG, son. She's been on. Um, she's been on here a couple times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, like check it out. I and Leslie is so excited about it that I wanted to talk about it. You so should have had her come on, dude. Dude, I, well, I was like, do you want to be on the show? Like, do you want to get interviewed about it? And she's like. I'll wait till I beat the game. I'm well, like, all right. If it was her instead of you, we would have to gone through forty minutes of fucking Warhammer. <laughs> it was literally like ten seconds. Yeah. All right. I've but, been playing uh, one other game this week, and I've been playing a, a good amount of it. Turmoil. I played this game before, mm-hmm. and I remember really liking it. And I always wanted to come back to it. They've had a lot of updates since then. Um, it might have been in beta when I first played it because it seems like a very different game now. This is a very simple sim game where you are just extracting oil from the ground and selling it pretty much it i mean you can find diamonds down there and gas pockets as well but uh it it almost graphically and mechanically seems like a mobile game because it's it's pretty simple but i i've really been in the mood for simple sim games um and this has really hit the spot uh they i don't even think they had the campaign like the full campaign mode the last time um, that I played this game. So I've been playing through that and it's actually deceptively challenging. Um, I lost the campaign mode. I had to start again. Um, but it, it's a good game. If you like these types of simple sim games, um, I'd recommend checking it out. I've, I've seriously been meaning to go back to this for years and every now and then I'd see somebody on my steam's friend friends list playing it. And I'd remember like, Oh yeah, I got to go back and play that game. But uh, finally did, and yeah, it's pretty good. There will be play- pixels. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? All right. I think they, they have some achievement like that. Some yeah, joke was... on that movie. All right. Time for some listener questions. But before we do that. Overwhelmingly positive, Bobby. You're not fucking around. Yeah. It's it, it's a solid game. Like, it's really good. Really and, relaxing, huh? Relaxing? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's kind of Filling the Stardew Valley niche, I guess. Yeah. Um, I want you to play 
Atoma crops. I remember when you rev- when you put it on the radar, you were like, mm-hmm. "This is like Stardew Valley, but you fight zombies at the end, like at night." It sounds amazing. And so I went, yeah, to, yeah check it out. Yeah, I might check that one out. Um, I haven't really heard any great things about it, though. I have no idea what yeah. what it scored. Okay, before listener questions, a uh, quick shout-out to Bill Brasky Jr. with a two-month sub. Thank you very much. Thank you for the sub. And also, SM Jeff, 20 months. Nice. Do you think wow. these guys would sub more if we read their little message that they write when they sub? Do you guys want to do that? I mean, what are they, what are they writing? No, not right now. Uh, these, well, Bill Brasky Jr. says hi. That's his message. <laughs> these messages are shit. <laughs> no, but going forward, if we put it out that we might be reading them, maybe they'll be better. Maybe. Uh, sometimes I do read them. Okay. Sometimes we do every, all the time. We sometimes do we all do the time. job. You think any planning goes into the show? You guys can hear it all. There is no behind the scenes. We just do it live, guys. We are the scenes. We are the scene. Cornbread, your question's too long, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, first question is from Tryhard Face. Do you guys ever get trolls? Uh, feels almost unavoidable for online personalities, but doesn't seem to come up much in the Discord or Twitch chat. And when you do, how do you deal with it? Uh, well, di- Discord gives you some really good tools to like get trolls away pretty quickly. Well, yeah, Discord's pretty easy to deal with them, but we don't really have yeah. a problem with that. We we aren't that big, so I mean, we're not that big, yeah. and. We're pretty genuine people. We're not trying to do anything. We have no aspirations <laughs> at all. So they can't shoot you down if you're not trying. There is no sun that we're flying too high till. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're no. just like saying, kids have said, we nobody's have looking at us like these guys need to be taken yeah, down a yeah. peg. <laughs> we're already on the bottom peg, dude. It's like, uh, yeah, we're below the below the radar, dude. It's fucking awesome. Uh, and so sub radar. Uh, there's a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Plus, dude, we're fucking old men, dude. Like we yeah. give a shit. If <laughs> we, hey, hey, comes to talk don't say that. I'm almost thirty. Okay, maybe, maybe Nick does. I don't know. But we, like, we, oh, man, I used to be the young guy. Now they're like, uh, now I have trouble shooting. So yeah, no. Bezos uh, has fuck you money. We have fuck you attitude. Just because yeah. we're, we're just like too yeah. old to care. You can't you can't insult me as much as my fifteen fucking cousins that are all bigger than me that are just giant Mexicans made fun of me all my life. So <laughs> that's not a challenge, by the way. Don't say nothing mean. I have feelings too, man. Uh, by the way, uh, thoughts and prayers out to your dad, dude. He's going through some shit right now, huh? dude. You know what? I'm not gonna talk too much about it, but I'll tell you right now, he's feeling a lot fucking better, man. Already, he, he climbed up the stairs ten times yesterday. Jesus, he just had he, like basically back reconstruction surgery. It's just like he, they dissected his back, right? Yeah, so he has a 13 inch scar in his back and a nine inch scar on his front. Yeah, and uh, they pull a pull the pull put a full cage. And the last five vertebrae in his back, and then they did some other supportive stuff in his discs and everything. Um, I think it was a nine and a half hour surgery, all during COVID. So my mom couldn't visit, and I had to I had to call the fucking hospital and be like, "Look, man, I know there's protocols, but uh, I can't see my dad, and the only way I can see my dad is through video calling with my mom. So I'm in the military." <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, yeah, sure, no problem." And they just totally fucking broke the rules, and then just so I could, yeah, so I could talk to my dad. That's awesome, man. And uh, I, I never pulled a military card ever. Like, I, I'll hardly even ask for a military discount at any places. But I was like, "Look, man, I really got to see my dad." So, yeah, 
Well, um, but yeah, thank you for the thoughts and prayers. Well. I really appreciate it. Um, if you have a dad, give him a hug. That's all I'll say. I don't have a dad. All right. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bobby's like, all right, let's get out the fucking sap train and get back to our jobs. Uh, Bobby, you don't know the old comedic. Uh, you can always fall back to death, dude. It's it's always <laughs> hilarious. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm not gonna. We've got like a two three part question here from uh, Cornbread, so I'll read this in segments. First one is: Have you guys heard of Sky Oblivion? What are your thoughts on the game? So Sky Oblivion is Oblivion, which is supposed to be the best. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Elder Scrolls. Elder game. Scrolls game. But uh, done in the Skyrim uh, engine. engine, yeah, and it took like four years to get it in beta, and then now it's I think complete. I don't have many thoughts about it because I never played Oblivion, although Skyrim, you know, I played it to fucking death. Um, I've always kicked around the idea of going and playing it, but I I never have. So um, I'm glad that somebody did it. I mean, what a huge, huge undertaking. And I, I do, I I think I remember this right, that some of these people were hired by uh, Bethesda to, to work for them. So they they're, they're, do, ex, they're ex-employees, yes. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think they're getting rewarded in some ways, although it doesn't pay like a full-time job or anything. But I'm glad that no. somebody's out there fighting the good fight and, you know. They're constantly asking for... Um, for volunteers, uh, yeah. voice actor volunteers. If you have recording equipment, if you have an area that sounds good while you're recording, they'll, they'll take voice actors because they want to make the game as close to Skyrim as they want possible. But everybody knows that in Bethesda games, like the guy who just sold you a chicken on the road might be the guy who's about to assassinate you 10 feet away um, just because of their lack of variation in voice actors. But they're porting stuff all over the place. Um, they don't have an ETA for the game, but they say that, you know, there, there's a constant pace that they're working at. There's probably two people I remember coming on to the DLG uh, server at some point in our history and talking about aspirations of being in voice acting. What a great way to get started, you know? Yeah. They just yeah. put the call out. Just fucking do it and send it over, you know? I Fuck. There- I would do it if I had the time. There's so many, and, and, and for anyone that wants, I, I looked really deep into this because I thought about doing it, but if there's anyone here that ever wants to get into voice acting or anything like that, there are constantly modders on, for every, any game you can think of that has a modding community, like a very large one, especially like Fallout and shit, they are con- consi- like constantly looking for voice actors. So that is a great place to get started. It's funny. You don't... N- it's not. It doesn't seem that big of an issue until you listen to a game where the dev is clearly doing his own voice work, and you're just like, "Whoa, dude!" You're like, uh, "Yes, uh, this is the oblivion is coming." You're like, "No, it's not, dude. Not from that voice." <laughs> Carl, get back in your goddamn shed <laughs> and eat your macaroni and cheese. Shut the fuck up, devil. The devil's not coming. <laughs> yeah. All right, next part to this question is for Nick and Emilio. He says, which set did you draft in MTG, and have you played Modern Horizons 2? And then he goes on to explain uh, the decks that he drafts there. I don't know if you guys had a chance to read that, but it's pretty detailed. I skipped Modern (laughs) Horizons. I, I I, I left off at, like, Tempest, and I just picked up at um, Forgotten Realms. So we're talking like a 
12 year <laughs> gap yeah, yeah or more um what are what are these things what are these what are, these, these okay. are sets so to keep the game fresh and to keep selling cards they constantly have to make new cards right uh sniper you get that idea right but so what they do is thematically they write a narrative, right? This guy, his cousin killed whatever the fuck. And then he goes, he runs away to this next plane of existence because he's wanted. And so these people chase him and now we're in Egypt land, whatever the fuck. Right? So every three to four months, they release a new set of cards. Now the set can be as little as like 94 fucking cards or as big as like 300. And so, when he's asking what set, uh, which set did you draft in, it's usually like everybody kind of remembers when they started playing Magic. Obviously, for Bobby, I mean, not for Bobby, for Emilio, um, it was Alpha and Beta, but like which are like the first sets. But as far as like the last time he's drafted, yeah, he, like he just said he what was it that you drafted? Tempest. Tempest. Yeah. So whatever the the weather light, I remember that being tossed around a lot i don't know yeah. it was a long time but yeah it's so like they t- just like you said they tell a story the weather light was like they were on an airship right so all the cards were like themed over pirate stuff like cannon shot would be the damaging spell that that time or can uh what, what happens when you knock over a ship what is that called um when you uh, capsize 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 was a huge uh card that 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 thing so you, even though they might be similar they'll change a few things and they change the name and the art of course and then they fi- fit it into the narrative yeah, i think it's a great way for them to do it like how do we come up with new cards after 30 years well you write the narrative first and then you and then you make things fit hmm. yeah and uh as far as it, like they they have some bangers and then they have some shit ones. Some bangers um, and some clangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bangers yeah, and the clangers. Like most That's Bobby's audio, autobiography there. Yeah, you can't rock hard for thirty years and not make fuck up. You know. No, and and uh, for for that question, the first set I ever played and drafted in was Kamigawa. I was uh, I was twelve years old. It is widely known as one of the most disrespectful and and blatant insults to Japanese culture. <laughs> Um, they said that they would never visit the plane of existence again. And uh, lo and behold, in four months, they're releasing uh, Kamagawa Neon Genesis. Great. Um, which is supposed to be a cyberpunk world. And so everybody is like throwing up in their mouths. And so we'll, <laughs> we'll see what's going to happen. Yeah, Kamagawa was all ninjas. Ninjas. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It was all ninjas, samurais. Uh, and uh, and spirits and things like that. Oh, yes, and spirits. Japanese people were like, hey, we don't like the fact that you're making fun of our history and our gods with your funny drawings and giving them stats. So stop. And then Wizards was like, we're sorry. Pretty much. Hmm. Yep. All right. Final question from Cornbread here. Would you rather tie your nutsack to a pissed off horse and kick it or work at Taco Bell for two months? Uh, I, I want to have a second kid. Oh, uh, there's a possibility of me having a second kid, so I'm going to go with Taco Bell. It can't be that bad, right? I've never worked fast food, so well, I don't know. Let's be it. honest here. You're going to get your nuts ripped off. So, yeah, definitely Taco Bell. I like my testicles. Yeah. I mean, I liked them a lot more before they dripped down. Yeah, it's not knees, like you have to but... eat Taco Bell while you work there. I mean, it's not bad. But really, you should get the tattoo. You should get the padded pending tattoo for uh, people your age where you get a stripe 
where your balls hang on your leg, and then every year you just put a new <laughs> right outside this room uh, on the molding of the door. We have the uh, all the different kids, and they're growing up. You ever notice it, Bobby? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Bobby's like every goddamn time I enter this house. <laughs> He's like, yeah, dude, you measure me every time I come in. It's bullshit. <laughs> I haven't grown in seventeen years, Amelia. Stop measuring me. All right, final question from Zap. He says, or he asks, old school big box PC games had interesting designs like the Warcraft War Chest. Uh, do you have any favorite or memorable big box PC games um, with modern convenience of digital games? Do you ever miss going down to CompUSA and physically buying PC games? USA doesn't exist anymore. And we're talking it? about the big box, you know, like something that's a size of like a textbook, right? Is that what he's talking about? Yes, that was, you know, that's that's a, a, a real thing that they did was that they tried to, uh, tried to, dis- the, the reason why PC box sizes were the way they were is like, I watched, it was like a history of video games. And when it came to PC box sizes is that they specifically wanted it to be familiar to people to be able to grab from a shelf. And their main reasoning was books. I, 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 okay, I, I, I'm with you. I, I believe that, but I also think like they're so small. See, these are so small. You could just fucking jack them, right? They're yeah, really, oh, yeah. That's it's a, really that's hard a, to steal this fucking one by whatever, eleven by eight by three uh, thing. It's a big box. Um, anyway, in I remember I, my my memory of big box is just like walking down Target or like a big box store and just like seeing these and just like flipping them open like a book because they always had that front panel mm-hmm. and you would open it yep, and it wouldn't show you that much really. It would maybe like, a screenshot and maybe, maybe some cards. Yeah, but not much at all. But it was just the idea of like picking it up, opening it, putting it back down, pick up the next one, much like books. Yeah, I guess you're right, Nick. I mean, there's a lot to, to be said about that. Um, and I would just like kind of like, browse browse these games i guess kind of how we do on steam now but now it's like clicks and you're going through uh pages but it was so much more um i don't know uh visceral then connect connecting i don't know what, what is that word Hardware. tangible tangible uh, yeah yeah when you have something in your hands tangible yeah that's... yeah i don't know i mean i think the art still lives on on the digital platform because I've been suckered in by a game's art before. Oh yeah. Like it'll get, it'll get me to click on it and then I'll see screenshots and videos. And then I might say, no, I don't think so. But, uh, and you know, that happened a lot with, um, with games on the shelves too. I always remember crusader, no remorse because it had somebody that looked like Boba Fett on it. it looked like a Mandalore outfit. I thought that looked so cool, but then the game itself is, um, I mean, back then I guess it was better, but it, it's really not that great. Didn't, didn't really, you know, the cover made it look a lot more exciting than it really was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Warcraft one, um, I never had the big box one that came with the manual and you got like the three games. I had the small one. But CompUSA, that takes me back. I applied for a job at CompUSA once. Did not get it because I didn't pass the drug test. Because you were a long-haired hippie, dude. That's why, dude. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't have long You hair, weren't bro. good enough for... You it wasn't on, good enough for CompUSA. You on drugs is better than most people sober at CompUSA. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I never it. bought from that store. I think I bought a lot of games from Best Buy, actually. I remember having physical copies of like Battlefield 2 and a couple of Battlefield games. Halo. Uh, orange Box. I don't miss them. I, in a box. Oh, orange Box, yeah, I had came that. Came in a box, mm -hmm. dude. I, that's how old this podcast is. I remember screaming the praises of Orange Box to everybody for the first year and a half i was like i want to talk to you unless you own orange box orange box <laughs> used to be team fortress 2 portal 1 help me out here bobby and, i think they uh, had like weird games like half -Life. ricochet in there half-life half yeah half -Life was half-life portal hey google team guy fortress 2 <laughs> what, what was orange box steam orange box I think, I think it had um uh, gears or uh, what was the one? Gear, come on, man! Gear, Gears mod? No, the Gearbox game. Uh, you know the Might three Half Life games. Uh, the one where you play yeah. as the security guard. The one where you play yeah. as the. So what was oh, that's the original? Okay, box, Half Life yes. Two. Boom! You're. It was ten bucks at some point. So you get Half Life Two. Boom! Best PC game ever at that point. Uh, Portal. You got TF Two. Uh, Half-Life uh, 2 Episode 1 and Episode 2 for $10. I, w I couldn't get over it, dude. It was PC gaming for $10. Uh, yeah, I still think it's... Uh, right now I'm looking at it, I'm like, why do I not own this? Even though I own like three copies of each of those. But yeah, it's fucking... It was crazy. It was crazy. My uh, my my uh, store was Fry's. For anybody that lived in California knows what Fry's is. No longer uh, around Circuit either. City. Yeah, Circuit City gone too. All yeah. these stores are gone. Yeah, I guess that's probably still around. <laughs> Destroying yeah. my childhood. Hey, quick, quick thing about Circuit City. I used to work in their warehouse. Uh, their warehouse being the back of the the store. You know, we're getting all the stuff. There's a bunch of stuff back there. Um, I drove their mini, like forklift, into one of the racks. It happened to be the Bose racks. So. 40 feet of Bose speakers fell into a, what I can only say is was a cascade of a cacophony of sound. And, uh, I was like, uh, uh, to my manager, I, I just destroyed fucking rack 17. And they're like, yeah, insurance will cover it. Don't worry about it. I was like, Oh my God. I thought it, That's I, th awesome. I thought I was going to be shot, dude. And yeah, there's <laughs> no big thing. Wow. Yeah, no. Mm. Um, but yeah, my game that had the box art for me was uh, Age of Empires. I remember you see oh, yeah. all the expansions on the side of it because it was like the Chungo box. And I was like, includes Age of Empires 2, and then includes this expansion and this expansion. And then I was like, dude, there's an Aztec guy on here. There's a fucking Spanish guy on here. Like, there's all this cool shit. And Nick, hey, I was interested. I bought it, and then I realized at six years, I mean, at seven years old, you shouldn't buy an RTS game. Nick, how much have you gotten into? Um, I know that you haven't been get doing. It's the game of the weeks, right? But you haven't been doing it till the last minute. Uh, have you played any Humankind? Um, I downloaded it. <laughs> no, but I have not played it. I, I, I I've, I'm going to play a lot of it because I'm done now. Yeah. With Bobby, have you played any of it? Not yet. No. Oh, um, because uh, we'll get into it next week, but. You guys, you're in for a treat. I mean, if you're into this kind of game, exactly what you're talking about, Nick, it's uh, it's a pretty good game. Cool. It's on Epic, right, for free? Yes. Or is it, no, no. Is it on Steam? Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Yeah. Game Pass. And we will you. be talking about that You haven't next even downloaded week. it, you fucking liar. 
You're a liar He's and a cheat. Downloading it right now, dude. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah. I downloaded it. Game of the weeks to him just means I can fuck off for one week. No, we need a two-week review. You son of a bitch. I'll, I'll probably play it for talking about vampires for forty-five minutes against you, and then I'll beat you. All right. So, what's everybody playing next week in addition to Humankind? Oh, you threw in that. That's like, um, how long is the beta? So the beta is just going to be over, huh? Uh, Sniper, I think it's over uh, in a yeah, day or it, two. It of New today. World, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe some. I have so many games. Obviously, I'm always going to be playing Magic. I always do my dailies, which take about twenty five minutes. It's not long. Um, I want to learn Shield Wall. I, I think I have to watch YouTube videos on that. Uh, Are you going to play some For the King with like me and Bobby, or maybe you? Hopefully, yeah. Bobby? If I switch my gaming day to Friday, I'll talk to Sam about it. Um, yeah, I would love to do that. What time do you guys start? What time do you start, Bobby? I get home from work around four. And so. you game till like ten? No, no, um, no. I, usually like mid evening or so. You know, like eight o'clock ish. Maybe if I okay. push it, yeah, around there. Okay. Okay, I can I can do that. That's seven eleven for me. So all right. Well, I'm glad we hashed that all out here on the podcast. <laughs> as funny as that was, I don't think we've ever done that. What whatever just happened was magic. If if it works out. Uh yeah. Uh yeah, I would like to play some play some games with you guys. Uh, Gears five I've had downloaded for a while. I've played maybe the first hour, hour and a half, and uh JP Diddy has it downloaded too. He's played every one all the way through. So he's like chomping at the bit to get through this fifth one. And uh so we if we get some game time together, it'll probably be that next time that we play. I just hit me up. I'll play with you. I haven't installed. Not, I didn't say I want to play with you. I said Diddy, not you. Oh, me and Diddy played. Me and Diddy played Tribes of Midgard on Friday. Yeah, he liked fun. it. He just didn't like being the new guy when you guys were all advanced and stuff. You know, it's hard. Yeah, nah. I told my friends that, and I was like, I kind of felt bad, and I was like, yeah, it's not a very good dynamic. So, Diddy, we got to play a game where, or we got to play a game of whatever the fuck, where it's just me and you, or me, you, and someone else. That's new. All right. All right. Let's end it on a really no, really low, weird note. Uh, <laughs> speaking for Christopher, who's always just laughing. Uh, the only way that I get like audience participation is I look at Chris. If I can make him laugh, I think somebody else out there is laughing. So I try to keep him laughing um, for Nick and Bobby. Uh, Midgard titties. Those are the ones that hang down real low, guys. And they're frozen. I didn't say anything about that. I love you, Nicholas. Oh, I love you too. And Bobby. <laughs>